0: forward you are holding yourself back yeah you are one together it is so important yeah that's why with the body you are one with the body your role no matter how small affects the whole body
1: small in your mind it's not small it's in god's not small mind. in
0: god's toes are the smallest thing on your body right but guess what they play a very important role because without that big toe, your balance is off and you're going to fall on your face. Yeah. Something small that you don't think is important is huge. Yeah. So that small decision that you make in your mind that I'm not going to pick up the socks because that's a wife's duty. Yep. Guess what? That could be a day that she's just had a bad day and that's just icing on the cake and now it starts to fight and guess what? You've put yourself in between her and God, because now that love's not being shown, which is what's supposed to be. Yeah. So it's it's important. And one of the things that he he put on me, and this is this is my, my dumbfounded moment where I just didn't know what to say. And it's like, all right, so he sanctified the church, he bathed the church and washed the church with the water of the word to prepare the church to be presented to himself, right? you should lead in the way that you're eventually going to present to Christ. Mm-hmm. So when I I seen this and then I was and it was this is how I, just, I don't know it was because I, he had been putting this on and I can't even remember who shared it but it, something I've never seen something shared with like that much depth to it and like that much heaviness and I think it was actually somebody that was in the that I'm friends with from the Philippines that I met over there. But pretty much and I kind of like. The way I, I worded it is a little bit different than exactly how it said, but it's, see, so you, you're eventually going to, you're a husband from the time you take that vow, or you're a wife from the time you take that vow until you stand for Christ. Yeah. You're made one. So your job is to do all of this. It sounds like a lot, but it's really simple. Mm-hmm. It's just getting the word, put the, the love of Christ on, and yeah. just... Sew it in. Yep, it's really simple. It was a lot of points, but it really breaks down to just that simple. Yeah. So when, <clears throat> so, if you think about it, at where you're at right now, and this is where I thought I had been doing good, and I just realized that I was nowhere near where I needed to be. Would you be able to present your spouse to Jesus right now? Like, would you be able to stand in front of Him and say? Like me, here's the wife that you entrusted me with. Right. Isn't she radiant? Right. Isn't she beautiful? She's washed in the word. I've watched her grow in righteousness and holiness, and now I presented her to you. Yeah. Could you say that with sincerity and all honesty in your heart and present your spouse to Jesus that way? Because that's how he did the church to be able to present the church to himself. No, I couldn't. I have not done a good job at that. No matter how good I had thought I had, when that kind of hit me, no, I haven't. I was immediately like, "I dude, don't come now. I've got some work to do. Like I gotta yeah. fix this. Like this is gonna get changed. Like I am purposing myself to 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 make sure I do everything." And I have never, I had never really pulled all that out of the scripture. I've always read it and just. I had that traditional mindset and I've learned different yeah. things, but I still held on that that back burner, like that traditional still yeah. set back there and we kinda of pulled out every once in a while. And then when he threw all this on me, I was just like, Oh my goodness, like Yeah. I thought I was being a good husband, especially here lately. Like I we had been growing and all that, and I was like, Man, I've been doing good. Like our kids are seeing this, our kids are changing, it's affecting this, and then he hit me with that yeah. and I was like, Nope. <laughs> Nope, I'm still a toddler. Like I'm still learning, have a lot to learn and a yeah. lot to grow in, and I mean, does my wife? Yes, she does too. But it, it hit me hard. Like yeah. it made me put myself in check of how I've really treated my wife, which ultimately means how I've treated my kids, because mm-hmm. it affects them. How I've treated people that I I work with, or that I have worked with, or that I associate with, and say hey to the cashier at Walmart, like. All that stems down to affecting those people, and I was just like, yeah. "Man, that's." And I just sat in the living room for thirty minutes, no, no TV, no sound, no nothing. My son was taking a nap, and I was just like, "Holy cow!" Like, "Wow!"
1: Yeah.
0: So then I was just, I just, I shut up. I was like, "I'm not even. I don't even. I don't, even, I don't have an argument. Like, I, there's nothing." When he hits you with something like that, you there is nothing you can say, <laughs> like yeah. except just I'm sorry. I will do better. I will purpose myself to do better. Yeah. So we have to we have to look at our spouse with the same eyes that Jesus looked at the world with. Yeah. He didn't yeah. look at them with the fleshly eyes and seeing what they were doing or how bad they were. He looked at them with spiritual eyes and seeing the potential that was inside of them. Yeah. And then he purposed himself to draw that potential out of them. And that's why I've said this, and I've had conversations with people. That's why when you look in the Bible at the the great men and women of the Bible that the Bible talks about, none of them were perfect people. Mm-hmm. Why? He didn't look at them with fleshly eyes. He looked at the dirty, stinky people that he was that he walked by. That most people would just nah. He looked at him and said, Nope, oh, that's the guy that's gonna take the gospel to the world.
1: Yeah. He sees their potential.
0: That guy right there, he's gonna lay hands on the sick. He's gonna heal people yep. will be healed by him. Yep. This one here, he's gonna he's gonna open up churches all over the world. Yep. That's the kind of eyes we have to look at our spouses with. Yep. And when we do that daily, guess what? Then you start looking at everybody else with those same eyes. Yeah. That's not just a cashier at Walmart. That's a future evangelist. Yep. That's not just somebody slapping some cheese on your burger at McDonald's, that's somebody that's going to be laying hands on, on the sick. Yeah. When you start looking at it that way, and you start applying that love in your everyday, and then it starts affecting all that, and you start looking at the world that way, that's how, that's how nations get shaken. Yeah. That's how the world changes. That is being the light in the world that yep. we're called to be.
1: And here's the thing, none of us have hit that mark yet. Nope. Like Not a single person is the perfect spouse at this moment in time. Like, through Christ, we're redeemed, and, we have, and we're holy, and we're justified, and we're righteous, and we are cleansed with the blood. However, we've got a corrupted flesh. So I know every single person who's listened to this today, I know Holy Spirit has shown you, you know what? I've missed it here. I've missed it here. Mm-hmm. I'm not even close to where they're talking <laughs> about right now. Guess what? We're growing in it, too. We're not perfect. But it starts with recognizing where you're at and accepting, okay, I've got some work to do. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm not where yet in this area. I'm growing in this. How do I do better? And then just being intentional about it. Like I can't tell you how many times I've gone to George and I've repented. It's been a lot, like mm-hmm. a lot. And I'll probably still do it a lot. Like as we grow forever like you you never stop growing you always learn there's always more to do there's always more to change there's always more to put on there's always something to remove like we're always growing in our sanctification however a spouse is going to love you Like they're in covenant with you. And regardless of what the world says, your friends say, your parents say, your mind has said, your marriage is not too far gone for God. It's not. ...Paul said it earlier, he and Jade would have gotten divorced. I said it earlier, George and I probably would have ended up getting divorced... Uh, ...had we not put these things into practices. It doesn't matter what stage you're at. What matters is that when you start applying the truth of God... ...and the wisdom of God into your marriage... ...it doesn't take 50 years to restore it and redeem it. God can redeem what the enemy intended to break in a moment. In one moment with God, God can turn things on its head... And And can immediately restore them back to its original intention. So if you've heard this today and condemnation is trying to come on you or lack of hope, that's a bunch of garbage Mm -hmm. and it's not the Spirit of God. Because the Spirit of God says you can become everything that we just talked about. Your marriage can look like the marriage Mm -hmm. of Christ in the church. You can be the husband that leads in all authority and love. Wives, you can be the Holy Spirit. Because here's the thing, husbands, they're the picture of Christ. Wives are the picture of the Holy Spirit. We're the helpers. And so 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 (laughs) when you do that When wives operate in their position and husbands operate in their position, all of a sudden the world sees the picture of what marriage is supposed to be, hearing from God, having the authority come, the helper doing what the head has said to do, and it works, it works miraculously. You can become that person. Wives, you can become an image of God. Husbands, you can become an image of God. Together. Your home will not be known as a home of arguments and torment, but it will be known as a house that reveres and serves the Lord. You will be known and marked and set apart and you will do exploits. But the first thing you've got to do is accept I haven't been where I need to be. I can grow in this. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing you've got to do. And so I want Paul to pray for y'all because what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to repent right now. And then I want to give you just a couple of practical things that you can do to start putting this, what you're repenting from, that you can put into action to see your marriage increase. Because there are some logical, tangible things to do mm-hmm. and to start immediately. But the first thing's first is repent to God. And let him heal. Let him be the healer in your life, in your marriage. Let him come. Let Holy Spirit do in you what you can't do in yourself. Let Holy Spirit restore and bring life and rejuvenate what you thought was dead. He's the life bringer. So just however the Lord, obviously however the Lord leads you. But open yourselves up right now. Mm -hmm. Expect... Holy Spirit to come through this computer screen to come through this TV and start working in you because the Holy Spirit There's no time or distance in the Holy Spirit What's happening here right now in the anointings here mm-hmm. right now? What's happening right now? It can happen in your car in your workplace right. in your home in your living room in your classroom Wherever you're at Holy Spirit's there to quicken a response that you've been desiring
0: Father we just thank you father we thank you for your word and your wisdom that you give us through the word, Father. We thank you for the words of revelation that you give us whenever we dig into your word and the outcome, Lord. And so right now, Lord, we just, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I have missed the mark. I have been, a, I have pulled the vending machine scripture of what I wanted to hear and left what I didn't want to hear. Lord, right now, I just, I, I'm sorry. I repent the ways that I've done, even though I think I've done good, I have not. And I admit that, Father. And right now, I purpose myself to you and to my wife, Lord, that I will strive daily to be and show the love that you've called me to walk in, Father. Lord, and I just thank you for your forgiveness on it. I thank you for the strength that you will give me to walk out this word of revelation that, you, that, that we've received today, Father. I thank you for the wisdom that you give us on this, Lord. I thank you for the Holy Spirit's guiding us to walk this out, Father, to show us exactly how to do it in each and every situation. I just thank you for the love that you pour out on us, Lord, that even when we miss the mark, you still love us and are still there for us, Father. Lord, I just thank you for it, Lord. I just thank you. I just thank you, Father. Thank you. I thank you for the bondages of tradition that yeah. we've had on us, that they're broken, Yes, that they break right now, Father. We leave that mindset behind, and we step into the, the, the Christ-like mindset that you've called us to walk in, Father. The traditional ways are old and in the past. Your ways are what we're stepping into. And I just thank you for sh- shining the light on the areas that we, that we don't see where we've missed it. But you do, and we just thank you for the the light that you're shining on those right now that we can correct, that we can fix, that we can step into another level in, Lord. And I thank you for the levels that you are calling us into, Lord, the levels that we are stepping up into as we walk out this word, Father. As we step into this and realize our power, we realize the levels that you've called us to move into, Lord, and we're stepping into those, and we're stepping into those boldly. I just thank you for it, Father. Like like your word says, Lord, we put on your yoke. Well, if we're one with our wives and our spouses, Lord, then we put on the yoke, your yoke together and walk your your will out together, Father.
1: I just—I feel like I'm discerning by the Holy Spirit that there's somebody watching. Like I see a classroom, so I don't know if you're in a classroom right now. I don't know if you're a teacher. I don't know if your spouse is a teacher, but I see a classroom. And what I believe I hear by the Holy Spirit is that the Lord is telling you today to get your hope up. Get your hope up for what Holy Spirit can do in your marriage. The enemy has tried to war against your hope. He's tried to grate against your hope into thinking that it'll never be the sort of marriage you thought you could have. But in the name of Jesus, I speak to that spirit of doubt. I speak to that confusion. And I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that wholeness and restoration is coming to your home now in the name of Jesus. On every spirit, under the sound of my voice, that has been tormenting you. In the name of Jesus, I bind you and I loose the peace of God over your mind.
0: You are strong.
1: Your spouse is strong. You will have a strong, holy ghost power, pact-filled marriage. You will... The years and the months of torment that your husband... I guess it's a wife, that your husband has experienced, that you've experienced. Those days of torment are done and gone. And in the name of Jesus, the next five years will be heaven on earth. Lord, we thank you for that—the the revelation of the, the,
0: the power that we have in us, Lord. And we step into that power right now, and we see where the devils tried to hold us back, Lord. And we cast those bondages down. We break them. Those chains are broken. They are no longer, Lord. We're not going to be walking towards you anymore, Father. But we are ch- the chains have broken off and we are running, Father. We are running with our spouse in the path that we're called to run. Whether they're a believer or not, Lord, we pick up that weight because you've given us the strength to carry them to where we've got to go, Father. And we honor that, Lord. We thank you for it, Father, because you honor that heart that we pick it up and we carry the weight that we've got to carry for our spouse. Because it's not just our destination. It's our destination with our spouse. Lord, that we can't get on a road trip and go without a navigator. Our spouse is our navigator because if we're trying to navigate it by ourselves, then we don't see the problems coming. But our spouse is our navigator, and we're moving together. Without each other, we can't get to our destination. So if I've got to pick up the weight, you've given us strength to picking up the weight right now, Father, and we're going to carry it. We're going to carry out the call that you've put on us, Lord. and we just thank you for that your, our strength comes from you, and we put your strength on right now, Lord. We put on your joy, and we laugh at the devil right now in his face, where he has tried to cause problems. No more problems, Lord. He can't punch us. His punches are more like tickles. All they do is they just in, they just antagonize the laughter that we have in us that comes from you, and it just strengthens us. So right now we just laugh in his face. Ha 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 ha. He he ha ha ha. He is so dumb. His tactics, all they do is strengthen us. They just cause us to laugh, which just strengthens us even more, which picks up the pace, Lord. And we just thank you for it, because every time he comes against us, I run faster. Yes. Thank you, Father. My household will be Olympic sprinters. No more of this walking and jogging. We will be Olympic sprinters and sprint to the finish line. We will not get tired. We will not draw weary, because when we do, we lean on you, Father, and you give us the strength to push through, Father so the families right now that are listening to this strength is yours the strength is coming in your household right now it's yours you believe it you have it you believe it you have it the strength is yours the power is yours
1: the peace is yours take it
0: we take it Father and we just thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. And y'all, if Woo! you were hearing that and you didn't feel like the strength of, like, I, it, it's here. Like, Paul and I are having ourselves a nice little Holy Ghost party up in here. <laughs> Was it Pastor
0: Tracy saying? Let's go.
1: I got it. If y'all it. don't
0: mind me, I'm just going to have a church by myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, truthfully, if you... Have been battling fear. Then I want you right now in the name of Jesus to renounce that. Say, Father, I accept the spirit of peace. And I bind the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. Because that spirit of fear that's been talking to you about how things will never improve. It's a bunch of malarkey. (laughs) It's a bunch of junk. It's not truth. Uh It's fear. Uh Guess what? You got exposed today. You're gone now. You accept that (laughs) peace of God. That was fun. (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) Um, Real quick, because we're 85% of our pastor right now, and we've gone longer than we probably should have. Um, When the
0: anointing (laughs) falls.
1: Buckle up. (laughs) But one of the things that really uh, came up to me, because like I said, George and I uh, did not have the perfect marriage walking into this. And one of the things that we purposed ourselves to do when we were rebuilding what the enemy had tried to steal, what the Lord was rebuilding through us, is there were a couple things that we tangibly did. Number one, we communicated. Mm -hmm. And we're always increasing with this, but we communicated with each other, we communicated with our pastors. So you communicate, make it a safe place, make it a safe place to say. Safe harbor. Uh, Yeah, safe harbor, where it's okay to come in and be like, I feel real stupid right now, like I'm really angry, like be able to communicate. Healthily with each other don't blow each other out of the water and then keep yourselves accountable with pastors We have a four-way line that we use with pastors And we'll bring things to them that we're dealing with and that we need their help with so communicate and then also Pursue your spouse pursue them learn them Um, One of the greatest ways to start to get to know your spouse is learning how they receive love Gary Chapman Hmm. does the five love languages and I know that There are some people who are going to be like, oh, that's hokey. But truthfully, learn how your spouse receives love. George is an acts of service person. I'm super not. Um, I'm a words of affirmation person. So... If George tries to do the laundry for me and wants me to feel love And if I try to tell him how great he is, but I never help him out. We're not feeding each other So learn your spouse learn what makes them tick learn what makes them feel loved and appreciated Because when you sow kindness and love into your spouse You're gonna start to reap that relationship with that you're wanting it's not necess- like God can restore you But there are still habits and things that you've got to let the Lord help you to iron Mm -hmm. out so i would really encourage you start communicating start pursuing your spouse learn them learn learn them it's Mm -hmm. so important
0: and just we have me and jade have kids Mm -hmm. young kids be intentional on your time getting babysitters yeah and dating your spouse yep just because you're married doesn't mean you stop dating yep to know what makes your spouse tick, you have to be intimate. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to get dirty with them. Like you need to get down and really dig yep. and figure it out. Yep. When I had my accident, one of the biggest things that I always had I don't like I'm not one of those people that like people to help. I had to humble myself and I had to learn. to receive that. I couldn't bathe myself. I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself. My wife did that. And as a man, that is a very prideful thing that you have to put down. So I made it intentional that whenever I was able to, I would give my wife a bath. You have that intimacy it's a spiritual connection that you receive, and it's a love connection that you receive, mm-hmm. and it's important. Yeah. Don't forget to date your spouse. Yep. Spend intimate time with your spouse. Yep. Your kids are gonna be okay. Yep. You can find a babysitter.
1: Kids come. I'm after not saying your husband. just
0: let wife. anybody watch your kids.
1: Yeah.
0: Find a babysitter you trust that you know is walking in the spirit. We have. We. A handful of people that we let watch our kids. Yep. But we also know it's important that we spend time with each other, whether it's just going to dinner. Yep. It ain't got to be an all-day thing. Spend intimate time with your spouse yeah. and date your spouse. Yep. Because if you don't, then you forget who your spouse is.
1: Yeah.
0: You forget things that make them tick.
1: They turn into roommates.
0: Exactly. Yep. You have to make that time. Yep. Purpose yourself. And all the stuff we talked about, Yeah, the love, that is part of it.
1: Yep. Get in the word. Yourself. Communicate. Learn your spouse. Humble yourself. Love you. It's been a long one, but it's been a good one. <laughs> if you've hung with us this long, we love you. If you have questions, let us know. Post them in the comments. Send a message on the Brian and Nicole um, Facebook page. Next week, you should have Pastor Brian back with you. Um, we'll see how that looks. Yep. But we love you very much. Um, have a great, great Wednesday. Adios. See ya.